0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet.
2: Did Devin Booker just redefine his rivalry with Luka Doncic in a tech-filled Rivals Week showdown? We're decoding what went down in Dallas last night that gave a power shift to the Sun. Plus, Giannis and the bucks they enter a new chapter. How much pressure is on Damon Giannis with Doc Rivers arrival? We'll discuss. And why tonight's meeting at the Mecca? It could change everything about how our panel views the Knicks' postseason chances. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today presented by ESPN Bet. The entire squad is here. Chanequa Guerra, Richard Jefferson, Kendrick Perkins, his new bling. I'm Malika Andrews. <laughs> He's smiling.
3: Richard, I'm happy to be here.
2: What's it like sitting next to your rival? Uh, oh, <laughs> Oh, it <laughs> is the week for it. That yeah.
3: would imply that we are comparable. We are not. We definitely are not. We are not. Oh definitely.
2: my Rivals goodness. Here, here. Well, it's not just in our studio, Chane. Rivals <laughs> Week it <laughs> continued across One the NBA. Help,
3: to grow. Is that me? It was <laughs> <headlined> <laughs> <by> Devin Booker <laughs> and Luka. <laughs> <laughs> I had mom and I was like, "Wait, y'all y'all doing a graphics <laughs> thing <It's> pretty close. <laughs> Face it
2: off in Dallas." Richard Jefferson, I guess, refing that game. Oh, Luca making <laughs> you some quick shots pregame. Let's get down to oh, what was happened. Oh, the last time we saw Luca smile. <laughs> it Ooh. would keep that Luca magic at least early, right, Cheney, in the first quarter here.
4: Yeah, he was smiling in the first half. I mean, what? He's so tremendous. Number two overall in the NBA, made threes. He's been shooting the ball so well. He was locked in, he was aggressive, he was passing, he was there everything. He had 24 points in the first half.
2: Luca. For three, yep, that one is good as well. So he was feeling himself a little bit early on here. Rich, let's go to the third quarter.
3: Devin Booker and the Suns. It ain't so fun when the rabbit got the gun. Because right now, Devin Booker, we know about the little big back and forth that they've had. Luca comes out, leads his team. But this third quarter by Devin Booker was perfection. On the road, spacing, look, quality shots. Getting quality looks, you get quality drops right there. That's what you call a shooter's touch. Look at his numbers in the third.
2: 22 points in the third on 82% shooting. But, of course, Kevin Durant, he had to get his, too. Little J from Book.
1: Oh, yeah, KD go do his thing. But, this but look at that this shot. This was all about D-Book. And look at KD setting them up perfectly.
2: Booker finished with 46 points. The Suns get the win, 132-109. Oh That's after Luca went off in the first. And let's just say it, I mean... Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, they're pretty good. They're the second duo to each have multiple 40 point games in a four game span. The Suns, they were 11th on Christmas, and now one month later, they're fifth. So, Richard, if they keep playing like this, how far are the Suns going in the postseason?
3: Look, I I think to me, they are a conference finalist contender. If you were to ask me what their ceiling is, it's the conference finals. To go to the NBA Finals, the amount of team now, do I, they don't have a complete roster. There are things that they have lacking. They've given away a lot of their assets that yep. would allow them to bring in new pieces to fill out their roster. So they're probably going to have to wait till the offseason, in my opinion. But this team can get it to a conference finals. This team has that ability. And in their first full year together, I think that's a compliment. This may
1: sound crazy.
3: It is. Oh, we're it's ready. Just, uh, this may we're sound ready. crazy.
1: But a team that has... Kevin Durant, yep. Bradley Beal, yep. and Devin Booker, this team feel like a sleeper in the West, right? Like, you actually could call – because That's no, not crazy. No, no, because you just said their ceiling is the Conference Finals, so obviously you don't have them picked to win the West. No. Do you have them picked to win the West?
4: So you're basically saying uh, they're a sleeper to win it all this year.
1: Yeah, and it shouldn't be that way. Like, when they made this trade for Bradley Beal, we already knew that they were going to be t- top-heavy but they have three of the most prolific, efficient scores to ever play the game of basketball, right. along with one of the guys that's considered an all-time great and one of the best in the game today. So, like, it's fair to say that they are a sleeper because if they upset or beat a Denver Nuggets or the Clippers that we have right there, So ask the question.
3: A- what? What's the question? <laughs> How far do you think? Is it a sleeper to go someplace? I'm saying where do you think their ceiling is? Their ceiling is the conference finals. The, the conference exact. finals. Look, look, everything, look,
0: look, oh, wait, I'm on. not
1: arguing. I'm not arguing with you, but that still shouldn't be their goal. Just because we said that's their. But feeling. it makes sense.
4: It makes sense. I agree. Conference finals. That is their potential. The realistic potential for right now. I do think they could be a sleeper to come out of the West, based off of what we've seen in the last seven games. If they keep this momentum up, right. they have a top ten Somebody defense. But do you guys realize that this is the <laughs> hottest? What do you say?
1: I said, thank you. Somebody was sent. Oh
4: yeah, I don't know if I want that. You Malika, know what I'm You gonna take that, Malika? You're <laughs> Okay, gonna take that, Malika. But do you, I know right? But do you all realize that this is probably the best shooting we've seen in the offensive game in a very, very long time? They're number one in the last seven, which is their win streak and field goal percentage. But get this—they have two of the best three-point shooters right now. You want to guess who's number one on that
3: list? Grayson Allen. Good job. The in, the Correct. Forty-nine
4: percent. KD career-high three-point per- uh, percentage. They're snipers. Not just KD in his name. Right. But the entire roster. So if they keep this up and manage their defense, they have the tools. Matt Ishpia doesn't want to hear this, though. They want to win it all. They want to win it all. <laughs> when, when, when they traded for Kevin Durant,
2: nine. when all of <laughs> <laughs> Which we're all a little little bit I tall. want a full head of hair. Like, like, 6. like, nine.
1: Like, look, at the well, reality, I want to lose weight. I'm I mean, there's a lot of things we want in life. I'm good that.
3: That's absolutely true. <laughs> one of us can control the hair and weight.
1: <laughs> but I'm just
2: saying, you full, did you oh think that you were gonna have the same chance of growing a full head of hair as uh, they have to go to the <laughs> to, to the finals?
3: When, yes, when they I, say, I was the ran. first one to say it. I was like, look, they, I was like, one, we were talking about who was going to run point. Devin Booker answered that he was outstanding. They'd done a great great job of distributing the ball that was one the next part is they don't have a very good they don't have the depth they don't have the bench they uh, at times they don't even have the size so they're a very good team and this is the thing: if they were to go to the NBA Finals, everybody on this panel would we say that they. We wouldn't be surprised. They, no, no, we wouldn't be surprised, but we would believe that they are overachieving based off of what they have. If they were to win a championship, I would say that they are overachieving compared to the other teams in the complete roster. If they were okay. to play against the Boston Celtics, okay. with that depth, that yeah. size, yeah, and sure. they were to beat the Celtics, sure. It's because those top three averaged 25 across, and right. everybody else played outstanding.
2: I still have L.A. Clippers okay. over them. Thank you for we still for that. have. (laughs) 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 The Denver Nuggets over them. So I guess it's just a little bit wild to me that we're talking about, oh, we'd be surprised to see Kevin Durant team up with Devin Booker and win a championship. The the, the game changed a lot since they came to go. That is absolutely true. And the West got a lot better. Speaking of, Luka Doncic, let's get to him because he certainly stuffed the stat sheet. He had nearly a a triple-double here. But it was his interaction with a fan that became a point of contention after the game. So our Tim McMahon reported that Luka Doncic asked security to eject a Suns fan who was sitting two rows behind the midcourt press section and the comment the fan made that drew Luca's wrath right was you're tired get your behind on the treadmill so following the loss he used a different word Luca took exception to being asked about this incident
3: i know i saw you when you said about the fan you know that was not a true all that was not the only thing he said Uh, but i knew you would be the first one to to point out something like that i'm not gonna say what he said but i knew you were gonna be the first one to put out something like that so I just saw it man it's just funny You always seem to be the first one to put some bad stuff about me. Why did you ask for the fan to be ejected? Because he was cursing me the whole first half too. Why did you ask for him to be ejected in the first half then? Because I never would eject a fan. They pay for tickets but I had enough you know it's a little bit of frustration.
5: You turned your head and looked over at him after he said that that's I mean that's what we saw.
3: Yeah that's fine
2: be the guy, the bad guy in the media right It's all right Okay so there's oh. a whole... Whole lot going on there. Our Tim McMahon just put on social media, just clarifying.
3: <laughs> a man like me. The fan he's left on his own Is he being too sensitive. Hell yeah, he's being too sensitive. Look, at the end of the day, you know why that fan didn't get injected and he just left? Cause they was getting their ass blown <laughs> out. The game was over, so he's like, oh, look, I don't want any heat. Last three minutes, <laughs> he it's said, not I'm like good. It. I'm good. I saw my team do their thing. I saw my
4: team do their thing. And look,
3: Luca, look, Luca. He, he didn't even address the question. He's like, I knew you were going to be the one that asked me those questions talking about tim mcmahon and you're just like look at the end of the day luca comes from a place where they play basketball where they have flares going off it I is agree. crazy in europe to say that an individual was cussing all day he said it might have been a little bit of frustration i heard 10 paragraphs there was one sentence that i heard and that goes it might have been oh uh, it might have been a little bit of frustration you you know what I you know what I you know what I did on Sunday?
1: What'd you do? Did y- did y'all know what I did on Sunday? What did you do? I actually went to church and I went and heard my good <laughs> brother pass the key on. And you know what was the thing for that Sunday? A little bit of frustration. What, no. Purpose. Purpose, <laughs> ah. right? And so Luca message. walking into that arena last night, his purpose wasn't to get that fan thrown out of the game or get into it with the fan. His purpose wasn't to get into it with Tim McMahon after the game. That was a distraction. His purpose was to go in there and because it's Rivalry Week, to go at Devin Book and get a win. But the problem is, is that the guy <laughs> on the other end had a purpose, okay? And D Book. And so D Book walked into his house, didn't knock on the door didn't take off his shoes, went set on his couch, <laughs> went turned on his TV, watched what he wanted to watch, and he ordered a 46-piece wing dinner Ooh. from Buffalo Wild Wings. You know the killer part about it? What? You know what he did? <laughs> he used Luca's credit card because he door-dashed <laughs> it. He door-dashed it. So that, that was the problem, right? Luca's purpose was to get at D. Book, who, by the way, Devin Booker owns that <laughs> matchup in their career. He's 10-3 against Luca Doncic. Not that was his frustration. Did, did,
4: he, did he turn the AC down? Did he, did he turn the AC down? He had the fan blowing and everything. Yeah, everything. I mean, the total everything. was out. He did everything he wanted to do. A he missed six shots. Look, yes. I think the difference here is that there were two guys with purpose and one of the guys, Devin Booker, had his team with him. And they have a mission right now, the Suns. We've seen what they've done the last few games. As it pertains to Luka, he's doing so much for the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, number two, 33 points per game in scoring. like He's holding them down without Kyrie in certain circumstances. Last night, Kyrie was out, yep. But I think we're all like every year we come in and say, this is a guy that's an MVP caliber guy. Is this a, is this a team that's gonna really take them over the edge? It feels like there's this idea, this aura of comfortability, where it's like, okay, this distraction is an excuse. It's a deflection from what actually our team is. Sure. We have great expectations for Luka Doncic, and he's doing most, if not all. The only thing is the intangibles, staying focused. We've seen so many games from the last year to this year where there's a foul <laughs> call. There's a, I mean, he's got a he mean stare down. 43 the- techs, right, over the last three seasons. Exactly, but those techs, you can even see, they're te- they tend to be late in game. I know certain times, like this was a blowout, but like they're late in game and they dictate the outcome. he has to avoid those to provide the leadership but and it's not just here in the
3: league when you look at when he was playing international basketball this summer right he had a moment where he was you kicked out and, and and so it's like look when you have that amount of usage rate, right, for a guy, you might miss one or two foul calls for a player over the court. When you are a guy that has that amount of usage rate, yeah, there might be four or five just because you're involved in every single play. But for me, Luca, if you're going to elevate your team to a championship team, right. and I don't think they have a championship roster. No no, no, Kyrie, so we're not going to put too much stock in the game. But what I heard— well, Yes, it was Yes, we well, are. It's robbery. No, it's robbery. I know Devin, we, no. Devin, Devin book Booker own and own hand, book. They went to talk. We're going you, to put a lot of You can't show up with your life. own man. But book had <laughs> help. Yeah, uh, but I'm saying <laughs> book had help. But I'm saying Kai, Yeah, book had help in the sense that he wasn't having to chase around a Kyrie last night. Yeah, and so there is there is an element of there of like look, book showed up, did his job. Uh, Luca was a little frustrated, and we saw how it manifested, but it's manifested in that manner multiple times Correct. in other areas, Patterns. mainly with text. Yep, That's what's worrying. Real quick, Perk, do you
2: think that Luca is going to have to get this, and I put the arguing with the refs, the fa- I don't I don't want to put too much stock into this one incident, but this under control before he's going to be able to get to that next but,
1: level? I mean, I feel like we keep talking about this year after year. So, yeah, yes. No, but at some point, at some point, real quick, at some point, if a person show you who they are, you got to believe them. So, I mean, like, we don't want him to change his mindset. Sure. tenacity. Here, I led the league in Texas for three straight years. And yeah, he says that right here proudly. <laughs> All right, coming I mean, up on
2: NBA Today. In
1: my afterlife.
2: The NBA's newest <laughs> rivalry was on full display last night. What should we read into Victor Wembanyama's throwdown on Chet Holmgren? Do you think he can dunk? Stephen was saying that okay. seven-footers, you know, that, I'm not sure that that's a dunk if you're, if you're seven-foot. No, nah, it's
3: a dunk. It's, it's not a dunk. How tall you well, are, Jaylen right? Yeah, the Knicks,
2: though, they've been rolling, but they have a huge test against Nukula Jokic tonight and why New York, why a win, would be their most important of the season. And it hasn't been the easiest reign for the King this year, so who should the Lakers be looking to add? Well, we have some ideas. You're watching NBA Today.
1: It's my Knicks, Malik. Our Knicks. Knicks. No, I
4: always back you up. <laughs>
0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
5: 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
1: NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sportsbook of ESPN.
2: Look at Perk. Rivals week, it rolls on in the NBA. So let's go coast to coast. We're going to start with the rookie battle in San Antonio. Chet Holmgren, he got the win. He's 2 0 versus Spurs, but Victor had the better stats, right? 24 points, 12 boards. That's really been the story of the season for these two. The rookie of the year odds, they shifted in Victor's favor this morning. Richard, who should be favored?
3: Oh, uh, Chet Holmgren, in my opinion. Look, at the end of the day, Webb and Yama's been putting out outstanding numbers. But if you draft the number oh. one pick, if you draft a once-in-a-generation talent, he should make your team better. Their team is not better this is, year than is, they were last year. That They're is not so a very unfair. They're not so, a very good that team. So that is so uh, unfair.
1: This is not like the MVP award. Damn it, this yeah, right. yeah. the rookie of the year. The rookie of the year the impact. He has succeeded expectations. His Exceeded. I got you. Dominating. Oh. <laughs> All right. What Let's get it? to the Grizzlies and, the, and the Heat, okay, Leads up.
4: every statistical category, but yeah, Perk. Terry Rozier yeah.
2: had nine points in his Heat debut. Memphis handed Miami their fourth straight loss. The Heat had the lowest scoring offense in the league in the month of January. So, Perk, they added Rozier, but do they have enough here?
1: Enough to do what? Enough, enough
2: to go back to the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: Hell no, they don't. And look. I know the Milwaukee Bucks got the Miami Heat on their hit, hit list, the New York Knicks do, and definitely the Boston Celtics. They just don't have enough.
2: Well, how about this, Chanae? The Timberwolves at the Wizards here. Anthony Edwards dropped 38 in the win, and after the game, Washington, they announced their head coach, Wes Unsell Jr., was being moved to the front office. They'll be hiring a new coach in the offseason. How tough of a job is this going to be to build this team back up, today?
4: Probably the toughest in the league right back now. Back up to what? Yeah, back, back <laughs> up to what? First of all, in your lifetime? boy band, no direction. In your lifetime?
3: They <laughs> haven't been to the... Look at this. Wow. No direction. To what? So, Two yeah, basically, from in the your Pistons.
2: lifetime, Richard, including this year, the Wizards franchise has gone 45 straight seasons without a 50 win. I'm
3: into this. Everybody that
1: takes their job is history. running into a burning building with the police chasing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh
2: <laughs> my goodness. Alright, let's look ahead to tonight. The reigning champs are going to be in Madison Square Garden, taking on the Knicks. Nicholas Jokic, six and two all time at the Garden. The Knicks have won ten of their last twelve, but there are some questions about the quality of their competition. Take a look at this: New York has been dominating, right? The lower tier of the NBA, twenty and one against sub five hundred teams. Gotta do what you gotta do. But they're just seven and sixteen against teams that are five hundred or better. So this is probably I think the toughest matchup New York has had since the OG Ananobi trade. Perk, what do they need to prove against the Nuggets? You're warming your hands already.
1: Yep, I mean they need to prove that they're ready to compete at that level. We're talking about the defending champs, and I don't want to see that graphic again, right? Seven and sixteen against teams above, you know, with a five hundred or better record. They're 8-2 with OG in the lineup. I know that. They smacked Philly. They went to Philly and handled their business with OG in the in the lineup. And them healthy. Tonight is going to be rocking. I know that much.
4: Alright, what do they need to do? They need what Perk loves. They need a signature win so that we can cement our aspirations for them in this postseason. Moving OG and to the Knicks has helped them a lot. So yep. now I'm looking at the matchups. You have someone like Nikola Jokic. Someone that's going to be similar to like an Embiid or a Tatum. Like some of the best of the best. How do you defensively scheme against those types of situations. I'm excited to see what they do. Also, OG, who's he guarding on the perimeter? Like, they actually have things to tinker with, switching. Um, I mean, no one really wants to do zone, but you could play zone a little bit. So I'm excited to see what they do and treat this like a playoff game. I would not say yeah. playoff zero or whatever, like I did NBA Finals zero, but like this is a playoff game, a playoff sure. opportunity for them to make a statement.
3: This is the one time that the defending champions are coming into the garden. This is the one time. This is your one time to see the defending champs. Yes, it's no different than what happened in Boston, where Denver went into Boston was yep. like, let me show you guys the difference, right? It was a close game, but let me show you the difference. Going into the Garden, I think the Knicks have an opportunity to establish themselves not as one of the favorites in the league, but as one of the teams that have higher expectations in that Eastern Conference, the Conference Finals. I think they have the talent to get to a Conference Finals, but these are the games that give you the confidence to believe that you can go do it.
1: But I think also a lot of people are going to be able to put be able to see the real value of OG Mm-hmm. Right, because I, I'm pretty sure Tibbs is gonna mix it up. We're gonna see him guard Jokic a lot Good tonight. Lot. Yep. We're gonna see him guard Aaron Gordon or Aaron Gordon a lot tonight. I think watching OG him getting his just due, he's gonna show why he's so valuable and why Toronto had why the Knicks had to give up so much to get him there.
3: Just really quickly in case anybody was wondering, Jokic, the seven the seven foot three hundred pound guy is shooting sixty one percent on threes in the <laughs>
4: Yeah, wow. it's, a, it's a tall task. It's a tall, literally, t- tall task. It is a tall task, oh my literally. God. Do you think
2: the Knicks can, the Knicks can make the conference finals?
4: I think the Knicks can be a real sleeper. Like, I don't think they're expected to win the conference finals or get to the conference finals, but I think they can be a sleeper. We would not be surprised by based off of the identity that they have. But, you know, I was talking about the defensive schemes. That's exactly what we're talking about, having OG being able to guard any position. But what I really want to see is what Jalen Brunson does. Like, this feels like it's his year. It feels like it's his year. It's his moment. He's putting up big numbers. He has tough matchups going up against the Nuggets with Murray and company. And so it's going to be interesting to see, all right, like, is he going to be super aggressive to show that he's an alpha? Or is he going to get everyone else going? And he's shown that he's been an alpha so far this season. But I'm excited to see what he does with that matchup. You're
3: you're excited about to see what level. Because at the end of the day, when people talk about 1A… There's only oh six... No, no, I'm not, not going to reference that. I'm saying there's oh only six guys yep. that, have, that are currently playing that have led a team to an NBA championship. And by saying 1A, you're saying, can he be a part of that class? Well, tonight he's playing against a man that yep. is in that class. Yep. So you want to see him versus Jokic. It is not a one-on-one uh, matchup. It is a who can lead who, their, has, their team. He, that exactly. He, every
1: single time he has matched up with 1As, he has
3: I'm not disputing that. Disp- no but disp- we right,
2: did see tonight. that stat, though. Yeah. And, but that's what that's what we're we all. Did you are a lot of one a's on those, on those that over five? Said he doesn't teams. want to see that stat ever again, and now we understand why. why? But <laughs> if Brunson does be able. He doesn't come out with a win, but be able to go toe to toe with the Denver Nuggets tonight. With well, Jamal Murray? Then I think test. right. Then I think tomorrow our conversation could be even a little bit different. All right, we're feeling good about the New York Knicks. <laughs> I'm not sure how we're feeling about the Los Angeles Lakers with the trade deadline looming. Could LA be looking for more than just a win tonight from the Bulls? Find out out next and the NBA all-star fan vote is in so we're going to reveal who made the cut and you won't believe the huge stars that got snubbed that's coming up plus the Warriors they were back in action last night did our experts see signs that Golden State is on the way to turning their season around
4: Richard
3: that's coming I up I didn't say that <laughs>
5: Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet.
2: The Golden State Warriors, they were back in action last night for the first time since the death of assistant coach Dejan Malojevic. And here's how they honored him last night. The Warriors, they wore shirts that said Brate, which translates in Serbian to brother. They also had his initials on the court. Malojevic's family, his wife Natasha, his children Masa and Nikola were in attendance for the game The Warriors, as you can see, they wore special jerseys with his name on the back and Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, clearly emotional. And as Steph hits his first three here of the game, watch him here afterwards, he dedicates this basket to Dejan, which the team called Deki. And the Warriors, they really just got rolling from there, Richard.
3: Yes, no, this was a a big, you know, you talk about emotional win, but some of it is they had those two games that were canceled, spent five days really just being with your thoughts, not able to use basketball as an escape. But I think if this team cannot rally with this moment here then yes a lot of people have been saying their dynasty their run might be over but this is an opportunity for them to come together and they were led by Jonathan kaminga last night
4: jonathan kaminga i mean he went crazy tonight. he absolutely did and you could just see the warriors they're playing with joy i think you know they all were looking for each other and it just was true warriors basketball i mean look sharing the ball step doing his thing this is what we expect and i think it was a truly special moment for them to honor their their coach Kaminga, I mean,
2: Steph is loving what he's seeing from him. Golden State gets the win, 134-112. to 112. The Warriors, they now have seven games remaining in the two weeks before the trade deadline. All but one of those games is against a team within a half game of the play-in tournament. So, Richard, you touched on this. This might be the most important stretch of the season for the Golden State Warriors. Just when you look at the fact that there's still three games under 500, one game out of the last play-in spot. Do you think, Janae, that there is a world in which the Warriors can turn the season around right now?
4: I think they can definitely turn the season around. I do think that they're expectations have changed. Like, I'm no longer thinking that this is the Warriors of two years ago that can make a run to the NBA Finals. I think they just need to figure out what is working and what is good and be able to beat the teams that they're expected to beat. You know, what I saw yesterday was Steph being Steph, Clay making open shots, the ball moving around, them playing, you know, just you could see, you know, a a weight off of them because they realized that they had been brought together through this tragic circumstance. And it just reminded you back of, like, this is is them at their best. This is them at their finest. Now, unfortunately, their finest is different. The landscape of the West is completely different, way more competitive they're going to have some big decisions to make, but they can win more than they had in the first half of the season, but they're not the team that we thought was, you know, the champions two years
3: ago. Okay, look, my last year in college, Lute Olson's wife, she passed away. She passes away in the middle of the season. He has to take some time away. That was like our mom. But that was really our rallying cry for the rest of the season that took us to the Final Four, and we were just we were kind of struggling because our coach wasn't around. This is a different situation, but it's still a family member. You have a family member that you break bread with every day, that has been working with players every day. Last year, we we knew that there were some internal squab- squabbles. We knew that there was some pettiness. There were some things going on. They tried to change that. So now this is a perspective moment for them, mm-hmm. right? Nothing's guaranteed. These are a rare opportunity to have this group together. And if we want to make, maximize it, this is not about contracts anymore. This is not about who's playing, who's starting. This is about, hey, we have an opportunity here. And, and can we maximize that opportunity? So I stand by. If this can't be a rallying cry for this team to say, we still have enough. And the last thing I'll say is this. They're similar, in my opinion, in a very different way to the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks are struggling because some of their role players are looking like they're older. They're looking a little bit slower. They don't look like they have that same burst. And I see the same thing with the Golden State Warriors. Their core group is a little bit older. They don't have that exact same burst. And that's what made them dominant, not just their three-point shooting. So they got to get some of that energy, some of that fire back, and these are moments that can help that.
1: I mean, the question is, right, Can the Warriors turn this season around from being disappointing to real contenders? And the answer is no. Um, I think they got a three-game stretch at home right against Philly, and I believe, what is it, the Lakers and the Sacramento Kings tonight. Like, this is the stretch that's going to identify to the front office uh, with Mike Dunleavy and and Joe Lacob of W- whether or not they should move in a different direction. And you just touched on how this team looked old. I mean, the speed ladder is not going to help them out, right? Like, going to agility <laughs> is not going to get them faster. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, the Milwaukee Bucks still got Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Milwaukee Bucks are 30-13. and 13. This team is struggling, and I feel like at the end of the day, last night was an emotional win, and rightfully so. But still, they still got a lot of ground to make up, and I just don't see them turning the corner to getting back into – the contenders might be in the contender.
2: If, if they're going to, it has to start right now. Another team that really can't afford to, to wait here is the Los Angeles Lakers. They're ninth. They host the Bulls tonight across the street. And here come the Chuckle Brothers. LeBron, he missed last game against the Clippers with an ankle injury. which is questionable tonight. And although they're playing the Bulls, our reporter covering the Lakers, Dave McMenamin, said that a Levine trade to L.A., it would be unlikely. But speaking of trades, we're officially two weeks from the NBA trade deadline. So here are some of the players the Lakers could target in the next several weeks. This is all according to McMenamin. There are three categories here. We're going to start with the big swing for later. Remember, the Lakers, if they wait, they could have three picks to be dealing with over the summer. So those would be Trey Young and Donovan Mitchell. They could make a big swing now. DeJounte Murray. So smaller swings now. You could see Colin Sexton, Tyus Jones, Andre Drummond, Dorian Finney-Smith, Bruce Brown, Dennis Schroeder.
3: Yes, look look, Dave, I'm not questioning Dave's reporting there because those are opportun Cleveland ain't giving up donovan yeah. Mitchell like, like look, but, wait, train, but, but,
2: no. but that's not about that. It's about if they're looking at whether or not Donovan Mitchell will walk away in yeah. the future and Donovan it, it says, works. "I don't want to be here, and they say we don't want to lose Donovan for nothing. That would be the situation I, I,
3: no, I, I get that I don't but again, that would also imply that that would be who. The Donovan Mitchell would say, "I want because he has to specifically say I have to go to the Lakers." And so, the only thing I'm saying is that some of those names on that list are very, very attainable. They would be great pickups. And when you look at like the draft picks, but it's just like you gotta understand they're building around Trey Young. They're building that, around Donovan Mitchell. <clears throat> so, in my opinion, no, no they're not. Yes. The
1: Hawks are not building around Trey Young. I don't feel like they're committed to Trey Young. And by the way, R.J., let's keep the main thing the main thing right now. <laughs> we're looking at this and we're saying what player. Can the Lakers trade for it to turn their seasons around and put them in a championship contender? It's not one player that's going to change that, right? If you could get two players, like, I feel like the Lakers has have, have to get two players. That would be nice. I don't know if they could make it work, but if you could get a Colin Sexton and a Bruce Brown.
3: A Tyus what? Jones and a Bruce Brown. I yeah. like that. Right. I like
1: I'm saying I like that, right? It like, now all of a sudden we're having a different conversation. But going all in with a big swing to get DeJounte Murray, that's not moving the needle for me, right? Hey, like, I, 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 I disagree. Would, look,
4: I was about to say DeJounte Murray, 21 points, two-way type of guy, uh, five and five. Like, I yeah. disagree. Oh, okay. I disagree. That's okay. what they're missing. Okay. That's you, what they're uh, missing. Okay,
1: y'all disagree, but would y'all pick them to come out of the West if they traded for him?
4: Well, everything they would have to probably seven. give up
2: Austin Reeves if that okay. would be the case. Just Putting that out there. Yeah,
4: but this is a team that did not have that much. Like there would not be that much of a difference, and they made it to the Western Conference Finals. But then you're going to get a guy that can actually score off the ball, take the pressure off of LeBron James, bring the ball up too. Like Dejounte Murray, he could definitely bolster. Don't, like I don't think tonight, it's realistic that it's going to happen.
3: Don't it's, shy away from the else. I mean, no,
4: but I'm saying Dejounte could yes, really help them. If, DeJount,
3: if Dejounte Murray, if they could get the Dejounte Murray, you would pick them. I I'd would say, say, it said, would they would they be in contention? I would say yes. Yeah, they I could, would say like they, from, from the head of the snake. From on the defensive end, from the yeah. floor spacing to yeah. the pick and roll pace yeah. to another all-star, yeah. there are all the things that they are looking yeah, they for. They will like, beat the, the Clippers.
1: It's in the contention, bro. They didn't
3: are they going and, to be favored so for a championship? Would you, Kendrick
2: Perkins, put Austin Reeves on the table because that's what we're talking about? Hell yeah! He and, down. I, down. and i i him. His
3: dog. His brother. i packed with you on And I love Austin
1: Reeves. I love Austin But we have to. We have to really stop. With this old, like, why would you give up Austin Reeves? And why because I would. Bro, I would. He's like, on a very team friendly, yeah, But you know who's not team friendly?
3: LeBron James. <laughs> I mean, LeBron James is
1: not team friend. he's friendly. He's brook. win friendly.
3: He's win friendly. He's win now yeah. friendly. Well, look, well, look, at the end of the day, and this is no knock on Austin Reeves, one of my favorite things, it was, it was uh, I think it was Cam Thomas uh, and, and he was like, uh, or, and Mikael Bridges. They were like, Mikael Bridges was like, shoot, I would trade me for Kevin yeah. Durant also. We know what the like, we, we know, know what the deal is. Yeah. Like, we all Hoopers. We know if DeJounte <laughs> right. Murray and his 21 points a game, all defensive, all star yes. game is up i trade me too. I, I hate to disappoint.
2: Dude. But Being around the Lakers, it does seem like at least for right now, moves around the edges. Maybe again, adding a couple of players as opposed to making that one big swing. Man, at, I, don't big. Well, yeah. I don't think the,
4: the edges, edges is enough. I don't think the edges is enough. The edges are gone, gone. They're they're gone. now. All right, yeah.
2: let's, l- let's lay yeah. some are you edges for the Lakers. They're five hundred. They're going to be in San Francisco. They need to tweak this weekend. Here's the schedule for NBA Rivals Week on Saturday on ABC. And then our nightcap, as you can see, the Warriors. And then we have the Heat, the Knicks, at three, followed by the Sixers and the Nuggets. Richard, you're on that,
3: right? Yes, I am. I cannot wait. Jokic, Embiid, who's going to go for 70 and a triple and he better show up. Let's go. All right, go. the and clock, be better play. Though,
1: it's
2: ticking, and it's not just because it's Dame time in Milwaukee. Who's under the most pressure to win the Bucks another championship? Herc, Richard, and Shanae. They all think it's someone different. Who? What? <laughs>
5: You're watching
1: NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet.
2: The bucks they were in action for the first time since Adrian Griffin's oh, look dismissal. That,
1: that is so pissed. They look bloody. a little unfazed.
2: yeah. Giannis put up 35-18-10 and in their wire-to-wire win over the Cavs. And then after the game, Ted DiCumpo, he spoke for the first time about their coaching change in Milwaukee. Take a listen.
3: Uh, I think he caught me by surprise. Um... I've been here 11 years. This have happened one time before. I love the guy. I invited him to my wedding. <laughs> you know, uh, I talked with him. I was coached by him, and we did very, very, very well. I gotta trust the front office. I gotta trust the ownership group that they can see the bigger picture. My job is to be the best version of myself to lead the, this team out there and help win games. And their job is to, you know, create the best team possible and the best atmosphere around the team possible. Yeah. honestly didn't know. Do you believe him? No. Oh, my God. I am so surprised. I did not see that coming. He got <laughs> fired. What? Why do you sound this like is, Siri. This is really... Wow. This is... This is... I am shocked. Can't you tell by my facial emotions? No, no. All, all kidding inside. I think... With this team, they might not have saw it coming where are they struggling. But it's just like any team okay. that might struggle, any team that's struggling, they might figure, it they might be able to figure it out. He you can't keep us great You don't see Bro. this. You don't, can't see, keep you don't see top about, two teams on, fire coach on, without, on, without on, their on, star on, on, player. knowing.
1: When, when was the last time we seen a coach get fired that had a thirty and thirteen? Two
3: thousand sixteen. Yeah, something with David Black. Blatt, my Dave, my coach David did. Blatt. Okay, cool. Did all you know? Did I know? What? That he was getting fired? Yeah, yeah, yeah he knew. <laughs> oh, no. I did not. I, <laughs> oh, yeah, I promise you, good. from that meeting we <laughs> had, uh, that was like uh, your, that all was all coach I know, who said it though. All that all was I the know, third coaching Hold on,
1: it. Tell me. All I know is this. I was new there. All I know is this. Adrian Griffin will still be there if Giannis Astoku wanted him there. Period. It okay. ain't no
2: ends. No, so, what I'm saying? It's a at the it. end of the day, though, Adrian Griffin out, Doc Rivers is in. So who is facing the most pressure to make this work in Milwaukee? Because that's the reason there's a coaching
4: change. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is Doc Rivers. Because Giannis, he said he's been there 11 years. And the reality is that in those 11 years, this is his sixth coach. They changed the dial on that pretty quickly. We all know Woj sat at this desk for the last two days and dropped some bombs. And what he said to close our show not too long ago was that this is Doc Rivers' last best chance to really coach at a high level. He's getting, you know, Giannis Kumpo Dame Lillard, a really good team. And so as much as the players, are like, we all know they can't make personnel tweaks, right? Like, they just don't have the assets to make personnel tweaks. That's right. He's going to have to coach his butt off to make up for the defense and also get them back on track. And yeah, I know we've seen a history there, but I think it's called... Co- it's not fair, but it is him. Hey, listen, I am not going to
3: start, I, look, look, I am not going to start a relationship with somebody that is five foot six and then complain that they're not six feet tall. You know what you are getting with Doc Rivers. We are not in a situation here where Doc Rivers can be in a space where we're, five
2: six and no, you six? So I know I, don't know. I don't know. Look, my,
3: my point Go. is this. We know who the hell Doc Rivers is. The pressure is on, in my opinion, it is on Dame Lillard. When we are spending more time talking about what they lost than what they got back, that is an issue. Great They're point. like, oh, well, their defense is 22nd, and they lost Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. and they lost this, and, and this is what they, and they had to give up. The, you're not talking about you just got a top 75 but player.
4: But won't Dame have multiple opportunities that, to potentially win a championship? No,
3: no, no. No, Dame, Dame is in this is his last Dame, best uh, chance? No, I, I, when I say last best chance, I mean in the, this window. Doc Rivers is going to be there for two seasons, Yeah, but
4: seasons. Dame is going to play for another five or six or seven years.
3: Yes, but he's not going to be Dame Lillard for five or six or seven more years. Maybe if it's well, three or four, Dame is under 25. Pressure. Well, well you stop they're 22 y'all,
1: in defense. Y'all, y'all could stop going back and forth because both of y'all are wrong. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> the, the person who needs – who is under the most pressure is Giannis. Right. right? Giannis is the one that put pressure on the organization – to trade for Damian Lillard and get Drew Holiday out of there. Giannis is the one that has been there for 11 years with six different coaches. Giannis had his hand in Mike Budenholzer getting fired. Giannis had his hand in Adrian Griffith getting fired. So don't come sit up here acting like it was a surprise. It wasn't no damn surprise. Giannis know exactly what's going on. He has a voice in that organization. Giannis Antetokounmpo, since Aaron Rodgers has left, Wisconsin, he is the biggest superstar and figure. He is Wisconsin. He is Milwaukee. So don't come tell me anything about pressure. No other, no other areas. I don't want to hear about Dane. I don't want to hear
3: about Doc. It's all about Giannis. Okay, so the guy that's won a Finals MVP in the last few years, won and a the, championship, and, and, and a championship, won all of that. The so press, there's a coach MVP. that hasn't won. Hold on, I let you finish. There's a coach that hasn't won anything since 2008. Well, that that a wait, wait, let me, a let me finish. Look at me. Let me finish. No, he's, he's making my point Whoa. here, yeah, so ma- thank make you. me finish, right? Appreciate you. So 2008, he hasn't won a championship. He has a long list of playoff struggles. Yes. Right? A long list of playoff struggles. Yes. Then you have another guy named Dame Lillard who just came over, and he is a Hall of Fame player, one of the NBA 75 greatest. He is Dame time. But but in the situation, their defense has dropped to a point where it is like it is unrecognizable. So if I'm walking into this situation, is it the coach that not a lot of people believe can be the deciding maker in between second round and conference finals? Is it the coach or is it the player that has not proven to keep that team at the elite level? Giannis is the reason why they're
4: in this position to be successful in the first place. Dame will have a lot of opportunities. Doc won't. That's what I'm saying. In this moment, Doc is under pressure to do the most with the least given their circumstances with their personnel. But I agree with you. At the end of the day, people are going to say, did Dame win a championship or not? Doc has. Giannis has. Did Dame? Ahead, no, Doc is no, going to be with
3: him for three years. No, That's three years of Dame's w- Lillard
4: one,
1: window. One, one, one. Look, can we stop with the Game 7s and Doc not winning Game 7s? No, because- we cannot. We, we, hold on, hold absolutely not. Hold, 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 hold on, bro. Hold on. I'll let you talk. Let me finish. Did you really? The reason being is because in Game 7s, majority of the time, and speaking from experience because I did played with so many Hall of Famers, your, your superstars, they take you home in game sevens. There's no game planning in game sevens. Either you got it or you don't. When you okay? up 3-2, so, when you up 3-1, so, up 3-1, three, on, three, don't. Come on, come out, come on, come on. We label Giannis as one of the most dominant players. He's going to be one of the most all-time greats. How do we label, how do we view them? We got to keep the same energy we keep for a Kevin Durant, a Steph Curry, a LeBron James. One championship is not enough. Agreed. One championship is not enough. Agreed. And you have the pieces around you to get it done. You're second in the Eastern Conference. Can you get it done again? Because, look, one could argue that they were KD, big size 18s, if he wasn't on the <laughs> line,
3: he wouldn't have won the championship. Yeah. That, Giannis got to get it done, and the pressure is on him. Doc is a Hall of Fame coach. I think he's a great hire for this job. But at the end of the day, when we're looking at it, we know who Doc Rivers is. It, he has been, for 15 years, it's been up 3-1, up three, two Bro, with a this is the best. Team. And you just said you said. Hold on, we I need a, say hold on. Hold on but hand, we need a back look and forth. Get your point. hand out this my is, pocket. This is the best team,
1: Doc. Is, the most championship-ready team that Doc Rivers has had since 2008, and when he was coaching the Celtics. I would agree. Okay. So, then, so the pressure what are we talking is on about? him then. <laughs> no. Here's
2: what I know. I know the pressure is up in Milwaukee, and it's up at this desk right yeah, now. So let yeah,
1: take a break. Put your hand whatever. Perk
2: though, what's longer? The history. Of hate between the Celtics and the Heat, or the time it takes Richard to text back?
1: Oh, he he always called me right.
2: That ain't
4: just me, (laughs) man.
1: NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet,
5: the official sports book of ESPN. It's the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings. Anytime you have a playoff series with a team, that rivalry word comes up for sure. Their first playoff win in almost 17 years. Being able to play against that dynasty is always always a challenge. Curry,
3: three. Got it! He
5: gave it the night night on the way back. You know, our meeting in the playoffs last year was epic. You know, a seven-game series, it's great for Northern California to to see the Kings and the Warriors uh, going at it.
2: Woo, that was a good series. All right, here's a look at tonight's seven-game slate as Rivals Week rolls on. The Kings and Warriors, of course, will renew acquaintances after that seven-game playoff series. The Celtics face the Heat. And then, where we got the Joel Embiid.
1: I'm telling you, that's a sleeper. A
2: little bit. That's that's 76ers
3: and Pacers. 76ers and Pacers. That's a sleeper.
2: Yeah, because the the Pacers have a bottom five defense in the NBA, so I expect them all to go I do I know how you
3: can sit next to Perk. You can't (laughs) see him.
2: (laughs) Let's take a look back at some of the best Heat Celtics moments in the history of their storied rivalry. We're just going to go back here to the 2012 Paul Pierce sizing up LeBron.
0: I'm glad I
2: wasn't there. Why? I
1: was in Oklahoma at the time. Doing nothing. Uh, no, am waiting on this Be series nice. to end so I can, why, like, get to the finals. Why are we yeah. like
2: this? All right, and then we
3: have, what is this, the 2013 oh. a Alley. Oh. No, oh. no. That was an offensive foul, JT. Do it. Hey, <laughs> JT, I got your back, bro. That was an offensive foul. That
2: was just rude. All right, we're oh. going to bring it back a little bit more recently here. This is the
3: 2020 oh. bubble. Remember oh. this? Bam, oh. big block on Top, top five block of all time in the playoffs. I agree. Top five block of all time. Look at that. Yes, with the left. Remember the virtual fans?
2: What a strange time. All right. Lastly, though, we got Derek White. You remember this? Winning it at the buzzer to force a game seven!
1: Never giving up on the play. Yep. Oh,
2: man. Derek
1: White has completely how that changed, changed the culture. how that series end? <laughs> <in.
2: laughs> all right, on that note, let's so take a look at of. the all-time head-to-head between the Celtics <laughs> and the this Heat. Moment. Boston start start has a big culture, edge yes. in the regular season, but... <laughs> Thank you heat, for stopping that. They've won four of their six playoff series, including, of course, last year's Eastern Conference Finals and all this. So we know that the Heat, they, they have a lot of history here with the Boston Celtics. I'm still trying to get my eyes Yeah, sure. man. You yeah. sure. see,
3: Paul Pierce was trashing UD. Paul Pierce was trashing and UD KG yeah. in the comment <laughs> section in the, in the, in the comment section saying oh they just gave this to him it's like look these dudes is 40 plus and old and gone and they're still they're did still did you see what KG
4: st- did to his teammate you yeah, saw that no, part saying, listen, that they're still
3: funny. beefing in the comment <laughs> sections on IG this rivalry ain't going nowhere and all uh, and in case anybody was wondering I'm Team UD on this one. <laughs>
2: Your team you do the yeah, center, Hell yeah. All right, yeah. Let's, let's back up just a little bit, though. Who do you trust more this season, Perk? The Miami Heat, which you can never count out. I know they've been struggling lately. Or the Boston Celtics.
1: I can. I can. I can count them out, and, and I'm counting them out. I trust the Celtics. They're too deep, and they got revenge on their mind. get paid to say that. Are
4: you as uh, definitively uh, uh, on the side I'm, of Celtics? the Celtics? I'm not, because somehow these two the are fighting. It's all right. Somehow the Heat end up in the finals two out of the last four years. But I'm still going with the Celtics. I'm going with the heat,
3: Danny. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Look, it's fact, look UD, congratulations. It is well-deserved.
0: Yes, Don't listen is. to the haters. That's, what the, that's why they're
5: That's going to do it for us. We will see you <laughs> tomorrow. Pierce.